Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week, Midflight Brawl is brought to you once again by our good mates, Heaps Normal, independent, non-alcoholic, delicious beer. Get on heapsnormal.com, use duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia, and uh, they've won awards and stuff. They're fucking killing the game, the non-alcoholic beer game. Mm, very nice. Heaps with a H. Don't forget it. H. It's in the supermarket. I saw it in the supermarket. It is. Right under my fruit. They're getting everywhere, mate. Since I've since I've helped this pot out, fucking look out. Heaps normal. Get around them. Oh, it's up and up for them. My son went back to daycare for the first time in three months today. He's got a four-pack in there. Share them amongst... You know, yeah, it's great. Probably can't share a can, COVID, but um, should be good to go. I mean, they've done well to get in on the ground floor with mid-flight brawl because it's really boosted things. I went to a party the other day and uh, picnic in the park, and he had a, he had a carton. He said he'd, he'd put in duty free, free shipping. Turned up in a couple of days. Bing, bang, boom! Fucking life of the party. He was <laughs> bell of the ball. Bullus. Everyone loved him. <laughs> Heapsnormal.com. Use duty free at checkout for free shipping. And thanks to Heaps Normal for keeping the lights on here at MFB HQ. Let's get into the ep. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the, <laughs> the this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Nice quiet house. Oh, mate. Just, a, yeah, just another bloke in a free state. Mate, we're out and about. Oh. Down here in Victoria. Not as Victoria anymore. Living the dream. Open everything up. Only 2,000 cases a day. You can go out again. Whatever. Yeah. Man, I've, I've, I've um, received a very encouraging email about your state because I'll just block it all out because it's traumatic hearing everything about <laughs> Victoria all the time. So I just put all these blockers on my on my cookies <laughs> and I don't get any news from the sixth state. But uh, they sneak through an email sometimes. And I got an email saying, this Friday, October 29, yep. 6 p.m., mm-hmm. Welcome Stranger is opening back up. Yes, I got the same one. Because you're like this. I had to do send two of the saddest messages anybody's ever sent. I sent clocks at Flinders Street Station a message on their Instagram account and I sent Welcome Stranger an email because the pubs opened last Friday um, for, you know, a smaller, small capacity. 
But I hit them up going, oi, when do you guys open? Because I finish work at nine and I want a couple of cheeky fucking froths before getting home, right? Oh, good on you. And uh, they wrote back. Welcome stranger wrote back. Sorry, mate, because they're mainly a gaming venue. Yeah. They don't open up. So fucking nanny state once again. Who cares? What? They don't open up in the morning because of gaming. No, they couldn't open the pub because entertainment venues aren't allowed to open until the 29th. Oh, okay. And I think they're classified as an entertainment venue because it is wall-to-wall pokies. (laughs) Wall-to-wall entertainment, thank you very much. (laughs) Mate, you know what I can't wait for? Getting back to a welcome stranger and seeing that same fucking slab of cheesecake sitting there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They've sprayed it. They've sprayed it with like a a film of, of glue or something. Mate, it doesn't have to. That's actually that's probably what's in the jab. Yeah. That'll fucking kill anything. No COVID. <laughs> no COVID if you eat some welcome stranger cheesecake. We should uh we should book it out. Australian oh, no, I oh, know they don't have a functions room, but they've got a big area there. We could have a party there. Or clocks, maybe. Yep, clocks, welcome nugget. Uh, welcome stranger and the golden nugget. Yeah. The big three. The golden triangle of good times in Melbourne will all be open yeah. at six PM Friday. <laughs> Well, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'm going to be down there in January, and uh, we might do the mid-flight crawl that weekend. Fucking oath. Well, speaking of that, you are coming down in January, and we've got a live show. It's on sale now. Midflightbrawl.com. We're back. Comedy Republic, Saturday, twenty second of Jan at four thirty p.m. Um, and that's due to, uh, you know, you've got, you've got some shows later that evening, I believe, Heggy. Yeah, I do. I've got shows, uh, a few nights of shows there. Um, at that very venue, I won't be leaving it, but um, that's going to kick off a little bit of a tour if you can prize yourself free from Melbourne and the emergency capital of the country to come up to Sydney, perhaps Brisbane and Adelaide not very long after that. We'll be booking in some more dates. We'll be doing live shows everywhere. We'll announce them on here first, of course, Midflight Brawl. Dot com is where you'll be able to get tickets. And, uh, yeah, we've got to line up the mid-flight crawl going from shit pub to shit pub in Melbourne, maybe pre-show on that Saturday. Um, you know, you said, <laughs> I just heard you go, oof, you're getting soft, we'll be right. Well, they're 24-hour pubs, man. We'll go after. Yeah, that's true. It's fine. You go at 2 a.m. Yeah. Who cares? Pokies are pokies. Mate, I can't wait to hear this. So just a tear. Tears gonna run down my cheek. Oh, it's better live, like most things. <laughs> most entertainment, way better live. That little fella, same thing. <laughs> Including the pokies. No more online slots. Nah. <laughs> um speaking, you've mentioned emergency cute before. Of course, we're referring to the ABC uh news blog mm. where for some reason someone will say, I'm sad. I heard that there were three deaths, oh. as if no deaths occur on any other day in the history of the world. Um, can I have an emergency cute? And I'll post a picture of a possum yeah. licking its balls or something. Yeah. And uh, really must make people feel great that have lost their grandmothers and stuff. Just see a fucking sloth on the news. <laughs> oh, that's better. Phew. Get back to my day. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Here I was worried about par on the respirator, but uh, here's, a, here's an otter holding another otter's hands. <laughs> We're fine. Um, I actually felt bad for the the blogger on there, though, on ABC News, because uh, last week when Melbourne had its uh, version of a Freedom Day, yeah, they put up a thing saying, um, 
hey, Melbourne, congrats on being open again. Get yourself a Frappuccino, caramel, blah, blah, blah. Just made up some Ugh. soy-only mocha bullshit. Just made up a, a wanky coffee and um, they copped heat for it. People going, we take our coffee very seriously in, here in Melbourne. Oh. We wouldn't drink stuff like that. And I was like, how? What fuckstick has made me side with the person who posts emergency cutes? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the world you live in, mate. It's like like cowards aren't even safe from other cowards, you know, <laughs> ganging up on them and saying they haven't done cowardice correctly. Well, let's get him. <laughs> well, we're back. Very excited. Live shows, not as many emergency cutes anymore. Yeah. Everything that nature's healing. You know, more oh. chilies ringing out. Yeah. We've joined the future too. Some of you may have noticed and and taken the time to abuse the likes of you or me about uh, some commercials on MFB. Yeah, okay. You, you may have heard one at the start of this. Uh, we've joined a platform called Acast. Um, again, just bloody keeping the lights on, keeping business booming here at MFB HQ. But if you don't like the occasional 15 to 30 second commercial that we have no control of popping up, feel free to head over to patreon.com slash midflightbrawl and join even the lowest tier toilet. You'll get ad-free episodes of this very show. Yeah, good on you because it's not bloody free to make, is it? Free to listen, not free to make. Yeah. So I'm paying to do this right now in peace. So... <laughs> I pay a lot to do this. Keep that dosh coming in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's sunny outside for the first time ever. I should be having pints, and I will. For the minute, it's just a tasty heaps normal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, by the way, um, I've I've got to ask. Yeah, last week I think we brought up you've you uh, every time we we uh, meet on Zoom to record these episodes or Riverside, you've always got a very uh, very Weird background. They're always different. Some I've seen aeroplane toilet. Last week I finally guessed it was Ivan Malat's house. Yeah. Um, you've had Fritzel's bathroom in his dungeon. Very grim. This has to be the saddest of all. This, what I'm looking at now is, <laughs> it seems to be wreckage and just bodies on the ground. So you're not even trying this week. What's happened? Oh, that's it's not wreckage, mate. This is beautiful Jonestown, Guyana. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Is this the one they drank the Kool-Aid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, um, that's, I don't feel bad now. They're just having a nap. They're somewhere better. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I thought, was Jonestown meant to be the Nikes? Everyone had the Nikes? Uh, yeah, I think so. That might have been. No, that, yeah, that was that one. They, they all had the shoes beside beside the bag. I put these on. You'll be needing these in the next life. Now someone came around and took them all off, probably resold them. I do love that there's no um there they according to this photo, no set dress code. No, no, they didn't have that. For uh drinking yourself some Kool-Aid and going going to a better place. Well, usually it's a smock situation or some sort of uniform, isn't it? Yeah. When you're following orders. But uh not there. They did things the right way. A shaved head with a yeah. weird little rat's tail on the top of your head. Yeah, something. Dancing, <laughs> all that. No, no, no. They, they dance a bit of a different drum over Jonestown. The red Kool-Aid. Well, fuck, that's groom. Jim was just a good bloke, just a misunderstood good bloke trying to do the right thing. Makes you think, doesn't it? Well, that has set the tone for what I assume will be a grim episode. Let's get in. All right, mate. 
we made it. Episode 85. Wow. We're in there, deep in there already. And if you think you can cast your mind back to March 18, 1999. Woo. Bit of pre-9-11 grubbery. Oh, this is considered old school, even though to me it's not because I was a full adult at the time, but that's last century, a fair while ago. Uh, US Airways, Flight 677, mm. Pittsburgh to South Bend, Indiana. Fuck yeah. Going to see a Notre Dame game. Yeah, that is Notre Dame territory, isn't it? Um, Fighting Irish or Irish, as you'd call them. What do they call the Fighting Irish? Is that them? The Fighting Irish. Yeah, it's the, you know that. The fucking fists up leprechaun. Yeah. Ready to scrap. Well, that's, I oh, was at Notre Dame's little mascot. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Brilliant. For the school named after the cathedral, the real Catholic school, it's just got a logo of a fucking leprechaun ready to punch them. Yeah. Catholics <laughs> don't mind a punch. They always loved it throughout the ages. Um, US Airways merged with American Airlines in 2013, but not before a number of notable incidents. Um, oh, no. Most famous, obviously, being Flight 1549 in 2009 when a rogue pilot used a plane to kill a shitload of geese for fun. And uh, next thing you know, Sully Sullenberg is a fucking hero for his efforts. Go America. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. I still love that air crash investigations where they play the audio from the cockpit to the tower. Yeah. And the guy in the tower at Newark is almost crying because he said, both engines are gone, can I get back? And he said, no. He goes, all right, I'll just put it in the water. The guy's like, ugh. Yeah. He's like, shut up. And just <laughs> goes and puts it in the river. Yeah. No time for whinging. Oh, the best American outcome from the aftermath of that for me was that not only everyone on board survived, but over 70,000 Canada geese in the NYC area since the accident have been gassed to death and or their eggs coated in oil to smother the goslings. You attack an American plane, you better believe they're coming after you. And anyone who looks a bit like you. <laughs> I'm surprised that it's more American if you come after their planes to just go something from a whole different country. I'm surprised yeah. they just didn't, you know, go get Invade some chickens Canada. from. <laughs> We're coming for your geese. <laughs> Jesus, how many gassed, gassing geese? Mm. Imagine that, your goose just minding your business. It wasn't us. Yeah, but they look like you. Mm. They, uh, we got you. Bang. Dead. Wow. The saddest game of Duck Duck Goose. Oh, yeah. We've all been caught. <laughs> Less famously for uh, US Airways, but with far more grim outcome for humans. Quick, quick. Hold on. Sorry. You can eat geese, no? Yeah, you can eat goose. You can force feed them and then eat their livers. I <laughs> know. Oh, Your mates, <laughs> sucker a blur, just put a tube down the gullet and yeah. fucking whooshka. Oh, you got pate. Delicious. Um, yeah, on to, far more grim for humans in this in this case in 1994 on approach to Pittsburgh. Yeah, the airline's original hub, a uh, a US Airways plane entered the wake turbulence of a Delta Airlines plane. Oh, can't have that. And uh, 28 seconds later, you would have seen this uh, went nose first into Hopewell Township, Beaver County. Massive prang. Now, you've said prang. You have said nose first, mm. but you haven't said anything bad yet. What do we got? Wow. The Pearly Gates queue that day <laughs> got 132 souls longer. <laughs> oh, I know you really want to pivot from this into Newsreader. Yeah. 
The, um, the investigation showed that the lads had about 10 seconds. The heaven membership drive has yeah. been very successful today due to a landslide. 600 new members signed up on the dotted line. Don't use them all up, mate. We've got a lot of apps to go. Where we're going to need new sayings for people you know, getting into heaven. Um, Wooshka. The boys had 10 seconds to troubleshoot before the death roll was irreversible and they chose the wrong option. Um, what were the options? It's the longest investigation in US Airlines history, I think. Not US Airlines. I don't know if I've seen this one. I've seen them, but I've seen one on, I've seen an air crash investigations on about takeoff where a little plane took off after a big airliner and it's like the, it's like a two invisible whirlpools, yeah. the air behind it, mm. and they just it fucking thrilled into the ground. Yeah. The... um. The black the black box said, "Hold on, oh shit, what the hell is this? Four twenty seven emergency. Pull, pull, pull. God no, wow. And uh, that transcript didn't take much longer than that to complete. The way I just read it. Mm. Um, anyway, on a lighter note, the incident for this week is coming from that very same airport." Pittsburgh International or Pitt. I know we've got a lot of pilots that listen to this show and send us messages. We do appreciate it. I wonder if they feel bad about this. Like, do all pilots stick together? Is it like when you make me hate watch a shitty comedy special? (laughs) I think uh, I'd say not. Everyone's just out for themselves these days. (laughs) So I can't see pilots sticking together. Can't get anyone to stick together. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. Good on you for keeping the skies safe, though, anyone who's listening who is a pilot. Um, anyway, Pittsburgh Airport, Pitt, has all the usual suspects when it comes to pre-flight refreshments. Love it. As well as mm. a classic Berg Sports with a Z bar. Great. Where they um, they serve up fried food of, of every make and model festering in Bain-Marie's. And they have about one large screen for Falcon per customer to yell at. <laughs> I I love an airport sports bar in the states. Oh, pretty good. That is the it is the ratio. Yeah, screen per person. It is. Um, at sports bar, um, <laughs> the chef special is fish tacos. Thank you very much. They also have a uh, vegetarian meal options, which yeah. is probably chips <laughs> or the leftover salad from another man's steak dinner. Yeah, Pittsburgh. I didn't see a lot of vegan joints the few times I've been there. No, it doesn't, doesn't sound like vegan territory there. Man, one of those great – but there was this place called Pramani Brothers, this sandwich shop where people get, you know, sandwiches, but it's a bar as well, but this sandwich that's also – they just chuck fries in there yep. for a bit of extra fuck you. White bread, fries, oh. shitload of meat, delicious. Pramani Brothers. Yes, delicious. A lot of that stuff, though, is just – like it's all for show. Completely impractical eating a fucking hamburger or a sandwich that you can barely get your hands around. Stupid. Make two. Yeah, gonna unhinge the jaw like a bowl constrictor, about to eat yeah. a fucking deer or something that it's killed. Uh, <laughs> I know you love the French and you're a big fan of the French language. It's your preferred language. It's ASL at your house. Yeah. But a um, little Pittsburgh bit of trivia. Their version of use is yins. Y-I-N-S. Now, Y-I-N-Z. Oh, right. Why? Yins want a drink. Oh, Christ. 
Would they say it in the singular or that's two people, yins? Yeah, that's a group. So what's one? Don't, don't know. You. Yeah. <laughs> or you. You're yeah, right. Four. Um, anyway, our, um, our protagonist this week is a man of high education, a professor no less, lardy fucking da. Oh, here we go. Yeah. You're almost one of those. I was. Uh, thankfully not. Uh, it's unclear if he was in sports bar pre-flight and if so, what his favoured fast-paced American sport would be. What time, hold on. What time of year was this? March. Oh, fuck all on. Uh, basketball, college basketball tournament, March Madness. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, it's one of those ones with the constantly ticking over scoreboard because they lose interest quickly in between chicken wings and protein shakes the American way. Um, you don't want to look down at your meal and look up and see the same scoreboard. No way. That won't do. Keep it going. And I told it they uh, they tried to, when the World Cup was there in 94. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't have enjoyed that. Yeah, 94. They um, they were pushing to turn it into quarters so they could get more ads in. Sick. <laughs> and just make the goal, like the entire, the entire goal line, the whole way across. It's all goal. Yeah. It's all goal. Get half a goal if you miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AFL style. Oh, man. I've, I've never minded nerds enjoying sport, whatever. But when they do it to try and be one of the lads, that's what gets my back up. ScoMo is the most prominent recent <laughs> example of this, just educating himself on the rules of rugby league. Our Prime Minister for the international listeners. Yeah. Scott Morrison. He's a dork. Yeah, but what and what church is he in? Hillsong. He's in Hillsong. He's like a Hillsong church attendant. Yeah, he'd be the only Hillsongy at a Cronulla League match, I would think. Like, I just think, you know, trying to connect with the blue-collar types, very tenuous fucking link to the working classes. Now, now ScoMo can be spotted. He he awarded himself that nickname too, by the way. He can um, did he? He can be spotted at Shark Park supporting his beloved Cronulla fo- football company in a scarf, yelling "Go Chaps" or something <laughs> along those lines. He really tries, though. At least Malcolm Turnbull, when he was PM, would be in a Sydney scarf and it would be a, a lot more of the, like the, the tennis clap. He goes, he's not pretending. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking, I don't know, not for me. So um, I'd rather him not watch sport. Oh, for sure. Yeah, be a nerd, commit to being a nerd. Yeah. Job done. I don't want to see John Howard getting around in a fucking Wallabies tracksuit for his morning jog. <laughs> he never jogged before he was in the top office. Fuck off. Just keep to the books, mate. Sort us out. Um, in the same vein, the opposite. It's like when regular dickheads discover someone of status has a similar habit to them. Like they just take up something because, you know, they go, oh, Obama plays video games and he was president. All I have to do is keep vegging out in front of my fucking TV and I might become president, you know. Einstein had appalling personal hygiene. I rarely have a tub. I must be very, very clever. But it, <laughs> but it, I think it's that thing to link people with fuck all going on to these superstars. Yeah. Because their actual story is so much more boring. I thought about this all day, every day for my life. And I, you know, took all these risks and I missed weddings and funerals and birthdays. And just because I was focused on that, people don't want to hear that. No. They just want to hear, what's that? He watches the UFC. Sick. Oh, yeah. They want to hear that you're some sort of a regular bloke as well as that. So, yeah. Um, David, 
our mate. Uh, he was on his way to South Bend, the professor on his way to South Bend, Indiana, home, as you say, of Notre Dame, <laughs> uh, USA pronunciation. Um, that must hurt you. South Bend's a university district, though, isn't it? Full of professor types, just like this bloke. It's not just Notre Dame; it's also it's other places as well. I think other universities. Wouldn't be able to tell you. All right. Um, I don't look when I'm watching college football. I don't look up what else happens in their town. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they don't do it like a halftime getaway. <laughs> Probably some other colleges there program. who don't have a football team in that league, so they might as well not exist. Um, they're bothering to teach them and stuff, not just play football. Yuck. Yeah. I love to because you have to get a degree. There's a lot of um, – you see a lot of the college footballers getting like a degree in African-American history. Oh, for but sure. But it's like a short course almost. Yeah. Like they're just making courses around what would be the best thing for you. Yeah. Basic times tables. You know? <laughs> yeah, personal training. <laughs> There's a degree in budgeting after the age of 35. I'm more scared, though. There was a safety who used to play for Denver. That's like the last bloke in defence. Mm. John Lynch, who went to Stanford. I think Stanford or maybe even Harvard or something. You occasionally get these guys at these ridiculous schools and they study, you know, like a medicine or law or economics and you're like, what are you doing here? Yeah. They're the true lunatics. That's like rugby union players. Well, it used to be rugby union players before professionalism. Ah. That'll be lawyers and doctors and stuff. Lace up for the Wallabies on the weekend, back to work Monday. Mm. <laughs> Not so anymore at all. Um, I, saw a bloke, I saw a clip the other day of an Aussie playing gridiron. Whenever you see that as a clip or a highlight, it's, oh, what's he doing? It's always going to be something stupid. It's going to be a crazy Aussies thing. Was this double punt? Yeah, he kicked the ball twice. Yeah. Unheard of in Gridiron. Never happened before. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Any t- time an Aussie runs to tackle someone, which they fucking light people up occasionally, these punters, because they've, mm. you know, played footy or rugby growing up, uh, it's always, you crazy, look at this crazy Aussie. What's he doing? Yeah. He's kicked it around his body like a snapshot. Yeah. It just fucking melts him. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. They're very set in their ways, gridiron, aren't they? They don't have a lot of uh, a lot of sort of room for movement. Well, I know you're off it since your favourite player, Jared Hayne, didn't make it. But um, I was on the Hayne plane, right? We all were at the time. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you said, though, I was I was um, toying with the idea of being a professor very briefly. Thank goodness. Mm. Doubt I would have ever got. What appears to be in movies the highest honor bestowed upon American ac- academics, tenure. You know, they're always saying that. Tenure. Yeah, what's that? Is that movies. just a, you're locked in? Yeah, you're locked in. It's freedom to research and publish whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. As well as getting away with whatever you please, from what I've seen. What do you mean, sexual assault with a student? He's got tenure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. By the way, Higgy, what would you have been a professor in? Uh... Well, business studies, I suppose, or or uh, communication marketing. 
I don't know. Like I was, <laughs> Good start. Well, I hadn't chosen. <laughs> I didn't choose it because I didn't do a PhD. I went travelling instead and never got back there. Uh-huh. Um, went to the School of Life. Fucking look at me now. School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> Professor Heggie. <laughs> Doctor, thank you. Doctor um, Heggie. Yeah, so I, I don't even know that the concept of tenure exists in Australia. Like you've got to be accountable for your actions and now words, thanks to the Wokies, thinking of you, Melbourne, and everything you have to put yourselves through down there. Um, so anyway, our professor, David Waltstriker, he was all he was all tuckered out after many days of hard yakka behind a desk. That's not under question. Um <laughs> Two, two very distinctly different versions of this story. We'll run through both like a teacher has to do when he's questioning two boys after lunch when one has a fat lip and one's got a broken knuckle. You've got to hear both sides of it somehow. I was going to um, say, I reckon one is Walt Stryker's side and the other is the police report. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other's flight attendant. So according to David Walt Stryker, the flight attendant came past and said, do you want a drink? Just quickly, great name, Walt Stryker. It sounds oh, like an good. 80s action movie. Walt Straker. Yeah, for sure. He'd be like the fourth pilot in Top Gun. Oh, he's on one last mission <laughs> before he retires, Walt Straker. Um, he's, uh, yeah, the, the FA said, do you want a drink? David took too long. You can't really account for the aloofness of a daydreaming fucking genius, oh. can you? Like like we discussed <laughs> earlier, we have before. It's, it's it's similar to ADHD types and the <laughs> and the like, and I'm not dissing the, the – legitimate illness, Melbourne, don't worry. But everyone can just safely call themselves a genius, not in spite of, but because of their lack of ability to concentrate. And um, now Earth as a society <laughs> is in the enviable position where literally everyone's a genius, albeit for a few seconds per day. Just need to harness the power. <laughs> I love when people take time ordering a drink. So. Like, uh, uh, what type of wine do you have? Can't it's in a plastic cup? Fuck. <laughs> Say red or white. What the fuck are you expecting here? Oh yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I can't stand it. Like according yeah. to David, the the flight attendant Sam Bishop has made a bit of a hurry up dickhead hand gesture. Yeah. And I'm with Sam from the get go on this. <laughs> Try waiting tables and seeing how oh. many geniuses have to sit there staring at you while they're thinking. Fucking hell. Again. But at least in a restaurant, there are many options. You're just in economy on a plane. There's fuck all. Yeah. It's not flight attendant slash sommelier. He's a fucking, you got red or white. What do you want? Oh, for sure. Plus you see it coming a mile off. Yeah. Like your waiter can surprise you. This dude can't. You see him fucking right up the front coming. You go, oh, I'm going to ask him for a Coke when he gets here. It's that easy. But people sitting there in restaurants, I've waited tables. It sucks. Mm. And they're just. Thinking, I don't know what they're thinking. They're thinking, how the fuck did I ever become an adult? But and you're in a hurry because you've got like an angry chef and a little man manager and dozens of other customers clicking at you to hurry up. You got to stand there smiling, just going, no, no, take your time, tick tock. You, you know what, you fuck with, I'll come back later. So, um, I, you know what, you say you stood there smiling. I don't reckon you were. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but I wasn't frowning either. I was just indifferent. In my head, a lot of other stuff going on outwardly. You just going, yeah. You really painted a picture though, as if you're a fucking waiter at a TGI Fridays. <laughs> hey, gang. <laughs> hey, I heard it's somebody special day today. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand that too. 
the, the <laughs> we're all a team. Let's we're in this together. I love us. Wait, happy yeah. happy birthday. Happy <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Where's the cake? I think yeah. that Arsie guy's got it. Oh no, <laughs> about to eat some snot there, champ. <laughs> Yeah, I had to wave some of those away once in America. I think I've talked about this before. When I ate a big steak, and they came out with cowbells and shit. I bought myself. You know, I, I don't want the celebration. Thanks, just give me my fucking money back. Um, don't need any extra noise with the state your heart is currently in. Oh yeah, just I want to complete quiet. And quiet. <laughs> yeah. Can we make this room dark? <laughs> I've got to rest for a bit. Um, so Walt Striker said that. Sam Bishop made a come on hand gesture. I assume a bit like Neo from Matrix immediately before he wants to do some kung fu fighting. Um, much different story from Sam Bishop, the twenty uh, oh, yeah. three year flight attendant veteran. Started at eighteen. Holy shit! I then turned to the gentleman who was sitting in eighteen C, a Mister Waldstreicher, and asked him if he would like something to drink. He said yes, and gave me a rather strange look. I waited for a moment, and then I motioned that I needed to know what it was that he wanted to drink. And with that, he became very irate. He began loudly and using profanity, screaming at me to get out of his face. Yes. <laughs> Bit different. Sam has also said that uh, Waldstriker slammed a bag of nuts down on the tray table during the exchange. So, sign of the times. <laughs> um, very late 90s. Oh, yeah. You don't ever tell an intellectual to hurry up. It's not what you do. Um, After the nuts, Sam said, are you finished? Then he moved on and served the rest of the cabin. Pretty good. Kept it together. Yeah, love it. Mm. Next thing you know, Sam's gone up to the pilot and said, look, there's a dickhead on board, but I think it's under control. Mm. Uh, He's got a fucking jumper tied around his neck. Yeah, he's got a Pringle um, (laughs) pattern on. He's fine, whatever. (laughs) He's a nerd. I got him. They were getting ready to land and uh, Sam Bishop and his cohorts started collecting rubbish. Uh, The professor held out an empty cup for Sam to get. Sam went to grab it and he pulled it back and demanded to see Sam's badge. Not unlike those pricks who are getting done by the filth and immediately demand to see credentials mixed in, of course, with the handshake pullback. Mm. Not on. Cheeky. Yeah. Very cheeky. Oh, Sam was Sam was wearing shirt sleeves, so he didn't have a pin on with his name and a few languages or a token job title to justify staying in a customer service job for your whole fucking life. Um, according to... <laughs> sl- <laughs> I reckon we're slowly getting rid of anybody that listens to this show and works for an airline just in this one. <laughs> Pilots left at the start. Now you've got the flight attendants out. Oh no! Just I just got to get to them. I just I don't know how you do it. I don't know. Like obviously, you're a ticking time bomb. You're going to do a Stephen Slater at some stage of your life. It's inevitable. Like you can't yeah. do that for decades. It's fucking hard. People are getting worse. And I think it's different too. If you work at a restaurant or a bar for years, that's people going out to that place. Whereas planes just fucking people go mental. Well, yeah, they assume they're forced to be on there, and it's the flight attendant's fault. <laughs> It's it's a hard job. And you tricked me. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I have woken up on a plane before after a big night and thought, who's made this happen? Who's to blame? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's in a uniform, it's their fault. I've got a dry mouth and I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. 
According to Walt Stryker, at this stage, Sam said, oh, don't even go there, and wagged a, <gasps> wagged a bit of a nut finger <laughs> in David's face. Gave him the fucking, I know you didn't. Yeah, pretty much. It was around that time. 90s was a bit of a don't even go there decade, wasn't it? Yeah. You know you know what I reckon the professor actually did with the cup, held it out. He went to grab it and the professor said, not. Yeah. <laughs> Thank fuck not has gone. One of the worst, worst, terrible. Um, sorry. Rad, I've got to stop there and let a fucking dog out of the room. She's being a pain in the ass. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Rad, I reckon keep Heggy kicking the dog out because what's the background that you're using for Zoom today, Heggy? Oh, I'm in um I'm in a basement at the moment. Not any basement. <laughs> I'm in Joseph Fritzel's basement. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost them now. If you grow up in a basement, they're gone. Uh, yeah, the Fritzels. Yeah, there's what? How many were there? There's a bunch <laughs> less patrons we're gonna gonna have from now on. Sorry, everyone. Um, Sam said he didn't. He, that uh, David was wrong. This is what Sam said. I said, I think we probably said enough to each other already and asked him if we could just leave the situation as it was. His response was to leap out of his seat, grab me by the neck and the tie. It took myself and three passengers to pull me out of his chokehold and then subdue him. Yeah. You sure he wasn't school of hard knocks, this professor? Four blokes to get him off. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know. Bit of a superhero. Nerd. I prefer this late 90s style because now it's just it's all mobile phone, just video of what's happened on the plane. I like this that you get a little press conference outside. A, yeah, it's good. You know, outside the airport or a court. Oh, yeah. You just get to tell your story on that. I enjoy it because it gives you a bit of time to analyse it. Everyone else is already a fucking expert and they've done it for the and you couldn't ones. You, you couldn't pull the big camera out then, the big fucking shoulder camcorder, the Australia's Funniest Home Video camcorder. Yeah. <laughs> There'd have to be a cameraman on board who happened to be going somewhere with a fresh tape in it, and it's fucking rare. It's happened, though. I've seen one. Um, so, yeah, then after this, Sam's gone up to the cockpit and dobbed Walt Stryker into the pilot properly this time. Mm-hmm. So, no, he has kicked off. He's not just a dickhead. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Captain. I've uh, underestimated his fighting ability before. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I thought he's just a regular professor. <laughs> Turns out he's the professor. Um, according to Sam, David said, where's your badge? And then immediately lunged at him, tugging his tie and collar. Maybe his badge is under there somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. Mm. Maybe he's maybe he's put it directly on his nipple. Let's find out. Um, also, what is it, what type of badge does he think a flight attendant's got, like a flip-out wallet FBI one? Well, yeah, it'd be a sheriff's badge of some description. Yeah. Not not the rusty sheriff's badge. Surely it's the name badge. That's it. Yeah. And if you can't see that, game over. No badge. They're big on badges. It's America. They fucking love badges. Yeah. Um, he's he's yanked Sam's tie based on not liking his attitude. Later on, David claimed Sam made a bunch of disparaging remarks to Walt Stryker, not paying the respect academics res- deserve. Um, 
Sam and three volunteers, he said, took decked Wallstriker and tied him up. The, uh, the pilot then radioed ahead to South Bend to alert the authorities. So no diversion, just straight, probably not that far anyway. Um, probably got the, the third-string linebacker unit out from Notre Dame. Just go, yeah. a bit of tackle practice. Can't have you hitting yeah. the first-string running back. <laughs> oh, I mean, you joke about that, but like Ronnie Coleman, the footballers probably are cops uh, in their spare time. The, the filth are waiting for them. One of the positives of being a professor is that you've just witnessed year, years and years of actual school bullying. So that's he's pulled the tie. He's trying to put his head in the toilet, but there's no water. That upset him. Yeah. <laughs> Nipple cripple. Nerds do turn once they, if they once they become adults and they want to be bullies themselves. They've oh. they do turn and do some bad shit. Um, the um the filth were waiting at the gate in South Bend, and uh, do you know what the professor's status was from then on? I'll have a guess. Status arrested. Yes. <laughs> Once his status became arrested, um, Walt Stryker asked them if they were real cops or just air, airport cops. Great statement. Oh, it's not going to help. Well, yeah, rent-a-cop versus actual cop can sometimes be the difference between you being a villain or a victim. Did you say victim? <laughs> yeah, I've been a ka of assault, officer. <laughs> I'm the ka-ching of a scam, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, Wallstriker, despite being a bit of a ka-ching, um, had to succumb to the maximum penalty for such offences at that time. Uh, I'll give you this amount if you can tell me what it is in us dollars. <laughs> Do I get a between? Uh, it's between 1000 mm. and one thousand five hundred us dollars. Uh, one thousand four hundred and twenty-seven. No, but I like the cut of your jib. It's uh, <laughs> one thousand one hundred even. Shit! Oh, I need. See, sometimes too. That's they annoying. get you. Yeah. Oh, you fucking shit! <laughs> Keep trying. Plenty of time. It's like uh, the triple uppercut. There's no way he's throwing that again. Fuck! All right, he's got me twice. Nobody throws three uppercuts. Fuck! He's got me yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam wasn't finished talking about David. Mr. Waldstreicher was fined $1,100, charged with interference of crew duties. He was denied transportation back to his home city. <laughs> but even though he attempted to strangle me, he wasn't charged with assault. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's like a, like a kid at the end of a speech in front of his class. <laughs> Pretty good. About the same size too, Sam. Um, good night. Good night and God bless. Yeah. <laughs> Old David Waltstriker, he's, uh, he's come a long way from being an assistant history professor at Notre Dame. Uh, you know what he's done, David? He's, he's written that many articles and books, which is the best way to push your shit news story about you being a dick onto about page 20 of Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Little do you know, though, you've got fucking Professor Heggy on the case. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. Don't worry. But, like, that's a little tip from the top for any young players out there. Make mistakes early in life, not in the prime of your employability. It'll spur you on to great things. <laughs> like, you've, you've got to be careful, though, not to become so popular 
because you'll end up on Wikipedia and those bastards have a controversy section as a matter of course. It's one we all skip straight to. Yeah, early life, nah. Oh, no. Nah. Incidents and accidents, hints and allegations, fucking straight in. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I look at on airlines, Wikipedia pages. Notable arrests. Yeah, oh, as if you're not going straight to that. It's not even all of them. He's done more. These are the notable ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, Professor now, David Waltzstriker, has he's written no less than seven books on, yeah, on uh, his are on slavery. Among his theories that the original constitution was not at all anti-slavery. Um, oh. I read a few of- Makes you think, doesn't it? Oh, it does make you think. I, I read a few of David's articles and he does write well. But then so did Hemingway. I wouldn't mind betting he's yanked a few fucking neckties in his time. <laughs> um, in uh, I'll tell you what, this is this is turn of the century. In 1999, right, there were 306 reported incidents of air rage. Wow. And that was, that, that was identified as a problem. And crew were worried that they weren't getting trained properly and that fines weren't large enough to deter fuckwits in the sky. And they were right. Spot on. Uh, now there are many thousands per year, most of them not even newsworthy. That's how many there are. Um, you've got to do something pretty good to end up on the news now in a plane, as we've seen. Yeah. Well, we had one last week. There was the bloke, I'm sure it'll be an episode one day, the Jetstar, he had it all going on. Oh, yeah. Jet, Jetstar from Darwin to Adelaide. <laughs> Motorcycle jacket. No mask. Punch and Durries. Oh. Hold on. Feature within a feature. White Sunnies. Oh, yes. Yeah, we needed to unfold a bit more the details before it's uh, going to feature here. But, yeah, we'll we'll see him. We'll see in the future, buddy. Oh. (laughs) That'll get better. Yeah. It's like a wine, a fine wine. We don't report on it as soon as it happens. No. <laughs> you put it in the cellar for a bit. Fuck yeah. We're not the, we're not the news. They need to do some other stuff. Um, I watched that and that footage we had of Sam Bishop talking. That's a 1999 press conference regarding air rage and the growing problem. Um, they said in that, they also said that 118 fines had been handed out in 1999. Not bad. And only one of them was collected. So... Oh wow! Who is that sucker? Yeah, I don't know. It didn't say, but Sam Sam makes an appearance on it, um, as we've heard. As does Lynn White, MFB alumni flight attendant, who was involved in the San Francisco Shanghai Twins from the Model Special. Wow, she's in that video. G'day, Lynn. Um, <laughs> when those two got diverted to Anchorage. Hold on. How how many of these until? Oh, hold on. No, so it was just a video. Lynn wasn't involved in this. No, she wasn't involved in this. Oh, I was going to say. There's so, so many until it becomes a bit of a, um, what's her name, Elizabeth, who got married eight times? Oh, Elizabeth, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie Taylor. <laughs> Lizzie um, Taylor. Hold on no, no, she wasn't in the incident. She was yeah. in the press conference with Sam yeah. going, yeah, I've got a good story too. Um, <laughs> Lynn had some, uh, anchor, some pretty sort of, you know, insights, some good insights into how exposed flight attendants are. She was quite teary at the time. Those twins were fucking nightmares as well. Was that the model app? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go check it out. They were self-appointed models. They're self-diagnosed. Oh, right. 
as models, <laughs> which is, you know. A lot of that now on Instagram. Oh, for sure. Mm. <laughs> A lot of self-diagnosis, anything. Um, brings me to something, though. Look, this has made, made me think about Sam's predicament in 1999. Clip-on tyres. They oh. used to be a joke. In the current climate of angry citizens, I, for one, wouldn't put on a traditional tie. Putting a lot of fucking trust in a society doing that. And I don't, I don't have cause to do it anyway, but I'll get a clip-on tie if I was forced to wear a tie. Probably still got one, actually. Did you – you didn't wear a normal tie at school? Oh yeah, it's school. Since yeah. being an adult, I haven't had cause to put on one. But I've got I've got a clip on tie from when I was a deckhand. Because when you like you're dealing with Oh, the see that those jobs where it's fucking hard enough and then they make you wear a tie? Unnecessary. Yeah. Oh, you gotta wear a tie because you're serving drinks at the bar, but then you've got to go down the engine room and hope you don't get killed by your tie getting yanked <laughs> into a fucking machine. So <laughs> Um Did you ever have the kids at school that had the we used to call it the wanker tie because they couldn't they couldn't do up a tie properly, so they had that elastic. Oh right, uh, no, I don't think so. It was the elastic cord, and we fuck as soon as you know someone had a wanker tie, you just walk past, pull it down, just shoot it back of their chin. Oh right, that's um, <laughs> you, your mum would have to make it, wouldn't she? Because you... no, 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 there was an actual they sold. So them. it was almost like a clip on tie, but you just sort of it went over your head like a big elastic band. Yeah, yeah, I know the concept, but like. Our school wouldn't have sold them at the shop. Like you would, you'd have to doctor a normal tie to make that. Oh no, no, no! I think they had them at our school because our school had a had a primary school as well, and little you know, little kids can't do up a tie. Well, what they can do is get their mum or dad to tie it once at the start of the year and just loosen it <laughs> off and put it on every day. Oh fuck! I remember one year. I think I got to April with my tie. I was wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was off quite a lot because you had to flick people with it. And if you put oh, a no, bit of blue tack. Sorry. Sorry, I mean April to June. Yeah, right. No no tie in summer. Oh, okay. Can't do that to the kids. Um, yeah, I might have to come off every day pretty much to flick. Like you get some flicks in. You put a little <laughs> weapon in the end of it, like a bit of blue tack with a <laughs> a marble or something, and you just, your flicks are fucking hard then. This was, yeah, like prison school, isn't it? Boys school. Grim. Um. I, flight attendants, they shouldn't they should exclusively wear clip on ties, if any at all. And and the female flight attendants, like are not immune to being physically attacked. They they should really have clip on scarves, which in my research doesn't yet exist. <laughs> Wouldn't be too hard to knock up. They're always rocking the super tight bun. Yeah. They're not getting that pulled in a fight. Smart. No. <laughs> Smart move. Some of those buns are two hands full. When people have got two hands on your bun, you can just kick them. Um, I said, little like a clip-on scarf. That'd be you'd be able to make that, like with a snap-on bangle type fixing at the back. Stripper tracksuit pants mentality, but for flight attendants, you're welcome. <laughs> we, should, we should uh we should get hired out to airlines to you know we can teach them how to fucking scrag fight. I'd love to be a consultant. Dirty, you know, your what's your thing? Go dirty early. Go dirty early. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be the first page of the uh, manifesto. Tiny unopened can of Coke to a fucking temple. Bus. Yeah. They're going to be st- <laughs> order the throat. <laughs> Crack. Yeah. That'd be in the chapter, everything's a weapon. Yeah. Uh, a packet of chips in the, in the palm, smashed against the ear, pop, try and pop the eardrum. <laughs> You sent me this though, Heggy, and this is right up there with our mate that made uh, that made the swords. What was his name? 
Oh, Lynn C. Thompson. <laughs> Lynn C. Thompson? How's this for a great ad? Gauls clip-on tie, item number UA494. The Gauls clip-on tie looks like a normal tie, but slips off easily when pulled, preventing the tie from being used to a criminal's advantage. It's made from 100% polyester and it's pre-tied. It has a 3-inch wide tropical weave and comes with three buttonholes to keep the tie straight. And it's made in the USA. Check out Gauls.com for more information on the Gauls clip-on tie, item number UA494. Fuck yeah. Sick. That's got the lot. Oh. <laughs> Made in America. How's the opener for a clip-on tie ad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> Respect for authority, yeah. patriotism, right <laughs> and wrong. It's America. There. 100% polyester. Bang. Yes. Not a natural fibre in it. <laughs> American dream is alive and well. Don't worry. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Uh, leave a comment wherever you listen. We do appreciate it. Um, at Mid-Flight Brawl on Instagram or midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. If you want to send us a message, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. If you want to help us keep the lights on here at MFB HQ. Yes. All right. Thanks, mate. I'm going. Lunchtime. Fuck yeah. Let's get into it. Boy. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.